Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live.
Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi it's Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Danielle. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Who else is on? Sorry, I had you guys on speaker, but then I didn't hear anybody. <laughs> I was like, wait, I see you. How are things going? Good. Good. Um, crazy busy here down south, but um, really good. I was actually in Charlotte for 35 minutes on a layover um, yesterday. That way. <laughs> I was like, that's so close. Oh, my gosh, and I live 10 minutes from the airport. I was only there for, like, a half hour before I had to jump on my plane. Oh, that's right. Were you leaving Austin? Yeah, I went from Austin, and it was a layover in Charlotte. Charlotte. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, I'm so close, but so far. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. So who is uh, is on? Am I late? I don't even know what time it is. I just came in from outside. No, you're not, you're you're not late at all. Okay. Hi, Sarah Danielle. Hi, I'm guys. Here too. Okay. <laughs> Ellie's here too. Hi. Hi, Hi Ellie. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Hey, hey, Ellie. Ellie, are you still Ellie. in Baltimore? I. That's great. I'm still doing the Wildcat group. What's your uh, What's your um, name? Yeah, Wildcat Birth. Um, we actually uh. A week ago, had a fundraiser, um, which was pretty exciting. It went well. There, um, and I, it was a happy hour. And so this bar donated, um, you know, like a portion of the proceeds, proceeds from the night. It went off really well, and it was great. Like that's great. Um, Ellie, Hello. who's the woman that you're doing your your like you're partnered up with? What's her is her name Liz? Maybe she's gone. Ellie? Can you guys still hear me? Yeah, I yeah. can hear you, Amy. Okay. Maybe something happened to her phone. I always have major technical difficulties with our calls, so Really? Um, yeah, I don't know why. My phone just drops the calls or I have trouble getting back in. So mm. I apologize in advance. But um, <clears throat> And if you don't hear me, I'll just have it on mute because I have my kids yeah, at home. Fine. Okay. Rose, is that you? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Rose. Hey. How did you know it was me? Because I can see from region who's on the line, so it just says Western Massachusetts. Oh, cool. That's how. Yeah, it's not like some psychic ability. <laughs> <laughs> you know the sound of my. You know the sound of my my breathing and my my Legos in the background. Yeah, you know how doulas can discern breathing types. Yeah. <laughs> one of our one of our skills. <laughs> Oh goodness! So, yeah, it looks like Ellie hung up, but for some reason she's probably coming back on. I'll give it a couple more minutes for people to join. Um, let me look at our Facebook page just to make sure there's no issues with people there. So, have there been a few of the girls from our trainings who haven't been on the call in, like in quite a while, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, are, are a few people taking extensions or just decided they couldn't pursue doula work at this time? I'm sure that must happen with every group. Every group um, in different yeah. ways. I mean, I have to, some, some groups, yes, and some groups, no. Like, there are other groups where everyone really, you know, stays active. I'm not sure. Um, I think if there's, you know, there's a few different scenarios going on for this group. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I've reached out to people. Um, you know, I think a lot of different things happen for people in a nine-month period. And Yeah, I remember you saying that in the training and, and thinking to myself, nine months is not that long. You know, like not much life happens in nine months. And then I <laughs> moved out of state. <laughs> so, yeah, I think a lot can happen in nine months. A lot can happen. Life. Yeah, and that's partly so. why there's, like, the extension in place and why, you know, there's so much mentorship because we want to know what's going on for people and be able to support those life transitions or things that come up and still hope hope people can finish. And so for some people, they may discover, like, the work's not for them. They're happy with the training. They did the training, but they decide not to certify, you know, or mm-hmm. they decide, like, it doesn't match what they wanted to do or, you know, there's mm-hmm. so many different like a million and one scenarios that come up. It's really interesting, though. Um, yeah. And definitely makes me think a lot about, um, I think just, you know, for, for doulas that are really committed to doing the work full-time, what it means, like we talk a lot about self-care, but I also think about just self-help and sustainability to really not burn out with this work. Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe that's something we can touch upon, too, because this is our last call. Like, what what did you all really get out of this nine-month experience, um, and what are you wanting to take forward? You know, especially if you know you are certifying and you're going to have the certification that's lifelong. Um, what, you know, what do you need to really build in that foundation so that you can do it, you know, long-term if you want to? Um so those are just some things I'm thinking about as I was preparing for the last call. Yeah, it's interesting. I was really drawn to the idea of a nine-month program because I've never finished most of the workshops that I've done that had these long extended time periods. Uh-huh. And, you know, like a, a sort of grace period of two or three years, I just sort of lost track of time and paperwork and never completed it. So I thought nine months, it's intense, but you get it done. And uh-huh. now I'm like, I'm right at the, the end, and I'm not certain that I'm going to get it done in the, in the right amount of time. Uh-huh. But I still, I I can totally see the value, especially for new doulas, I think, who they sort of need the boost to um, to continue to press on after training and just get it done and get through as much as they can. If, if they don't realistically complete everything, then there is the extension period. But um, I just I think that the nine-month follow-up period from the actual training is so valuable. Mm-hmm. And it was something that really set DTI apart from everything else. Um, so I think it's really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and I know challenges come up. I don't know if some people will be on the call, but I definitely have been working with people that, you know, they're really, they're finding themselves stuck in certain positions. So 
I do try to take in case by case scenarios mm-hmm. as well, like especially you know, we have students that will hand in everything else but they have like they've done two births and there's one remaining birth. Like, mm-hmm. I just want you to know I'm willing to work with you guys if that's the scenario. Um, and I see that all the other work has been done. Um mm-hmm. You know, especially, like, if you think, okay, I have an interview or I think I'm going to get this client or I have the client but they're not due for another five weeks and it's past the mm-hmm. deadline. Like, I just, I want to know all of that so we can, we can work it out, you know. My, like, intention is definitely to avoid these questions. Um, I'm sorry, it's getting really hard to hear you. I think there's maybe it's an interference. I think there's, is someone, does someone have a lot of background noise? Or they are? Maybe, maybe try and mute. Like I hear, like maybe outside sound. Women talking. <laughs> yeah, there's like general talking. I don't know. I can hear you. Okay. Okay, good. Um. So when we, when we submit our paperwork, I don't want to jump the gun. If that's like on your agenda about no, no, let's go for it. Um. Do you? If there's something that is lacking potentially in our, you know, our timeline, how do you prefer, like, do you prefer us to write up a summary of this is what we've completed, like a cover page almost, of this is where I stand kind of thing, or what's the best way to sum up, well, everything? Generally, I'll post my address, and you can either email me, like, scan all your paperwork and and send it in one bulk email or mail a package mail a package to me um, with everything finished, all the evaluations, your class descriptions, um, any, you know, anything that's that's kind of written work, essays and all of that, and then I'll just have Mm -hmm. it all in one place. If you're like, if there's an issue around being borderline about the extension, call me so I know what, what the situation is. And if it makes sense to send everything except for one thing, then you'll do that. Okay. Um, so, you know, if it's about for you, you know, if it's about birth, of the number of births that you're, you know, trying to, to finish up, then just call me. Or we can talk okay. about it now on the phone, too, if you're comfortable and you want to cover that on the phone with sure. me and anyone else. But, um, yeah. Sure, yeah. Um, I just, I'm I'm right uh, <laughs> on the edge, sort of. I have my first uh, signed contract paying clients here in Charlotte. Great. Um, it's so exciting. Um, and I really, I, I knew that I was going to jump right in and network and like, get my name out there and uh, sort of kind of, I feel like I've been faking it till I make it for a really long time now, like building my website and my social media presence, all of that. But I haven't had clients, like actual signed paying clients, you know. So, okay. um, so I... I got a referral through another doula and have clients that are due in November. Um, But the mom has gestational diabetes, and right now she's 36 weeks and the baby is breech. So so I sort of just have a gut sense that she may be either induced or have a C-section a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm not... I'm not, like, holding out for that, but there's a possibility that her birth will happen in October, and otherwise it will happen, she's due November 8th. So it's going to happen sometime soon. It's just not really clear, you know? Yeah. Um, And I actually had another 
um, I had an interview with a couple due actually this week, a while ago, and um, they also now are having a scheduled C-section. So um, I checked into it, and, and the hospitals here are really against having doulas even in the recovery room. Um, wow. Or at least the main hospitals that they're going to. So they didn't want to hire me to be, you know, there to be there in, in recovery um, because the hospital may not allow it. Um, but I'm going to be doing some postpartum work for them. Mm-hmm. So, so that's really great. Um, that's great. Yeah. So thing, I mean, I, I feel really optimistic that things are happening here, even though I've just been here for six weeks. Um, it's just not all sort of falling nicely into October in a way that's predictable. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, Do you have one birth from here? Um, well, I had birth? sort of. I have one C-section that I was present, like, in the OR4. I was her partner, one of my team moms. And then I did really just it was postpartum support in the hospital. Um, so, yeah, so those are my two sections so um yeah i don't know i i think i've been um i've been dealing with a lot more high-risk moms and i had two births lined up for new york that were planned cesareans so before we left so i don't know why but i've just been having all of these cesarean births and high-risk more complicated births come my way Mm -hmm. um which is interesting, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a new learning curve for me. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> well, I'm a big believer that you're given what you can handle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that there's a reason why we're mm-hmm. always the first that we're at and that, um, you know, even when it does at times feel really overwhelming or... Like maybe it's hard to handle that we we can we, we manage to find that within ourselves. Mhm. You know. So it's interesting how it kind of comes in themes and waves. Yeah. You know, clients. Okay. Well, that's good. That's really good. Yeah, I think so. so we'll okay. see. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I'll follow up with you. Okay, great. Yeah, I'll just see what that means for November. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, so yeah, you know, this is. Well, is someone else on the call? Did someone else join us? Hi, it's uh, it's Carly. I just um got on. I'm at work I'm still, so but I'm okay. trying to listen in. Okay. So you know, this is our last teleclass, and I really like to take this time to hear from each one of you what this journey has been for you, what, you know, what it's, think about really when you started, think about the first day of the training, you know, and think about where you are today and what that journey has looked like for you. Um, I want to hear, you know, how, how that's been for each one of you, and then also, you know, are there any questions, any challenges, any kind of last-minute certification issues that may be coming up that we can support you on and I can answer any questions about. Um, And then really, you know, what are you taking forward? What are you taking forth as you grow and you, you you know, kind of certify and move to the next step with um, your own doula practice and BTI? So that's kind of the main theme for today's call. 
Okay. Um, sorry, I just got it. Okay. <laughs> I was like, are the kids in the class are like resting, and I was trying to get out of the room. But um, yeah. So here's where I'm at. When I first started, um, I felt like I started off really strongly with um, moving forward with the requirements and everything, and um. I, now and then I'm like I got to a point where I feel like I got stuck and now it's kind of like just I don't know I'm like trying to like cram everything in and it's really difficult but I feel like I'm getting there and um, I definitely have like learned a lot going through all of it and um, when I started off before I, I even um, went to the training um, in like early January I had spoke to a potential client and um, so I had already had that. And then right after the training, um, I knew I had that birth and that was for June. So like I tried to like plan ahead and it seemed like it was really well until I got stuck. But uh, where I'm at now, I think is I have um, the birth that was, the mom was due October 25th. And right now they have her scheduled cesarean. So um I'm going to support her before and and after, but I can't be in there with her because um, she has one, could only have one person in there. So um, that with that, I'm it's a new experience because I haven't had a cesarean yet, and mm-hmm. so I'm definitely. I mean, I'm looking forward to learning more about it and um, being able to support her. Um, I'm trying to. I have another potential, but she is due this week and. They were talking about cesarean as well, and I'm not sure uh, what's going on yet with that. So I'm kind of like, I feel like I'm cramming for, like, the births for the requirements. Um, I feel like I got everything else done, and except for and postpartum, too, is where I'm, I need to get some postpartum work. And I did have um, a few hours with one client for postpartum, but uh, I just... I don't know, like, I feel like I learned so much in each, even, like, I met with um, a mom who... Uh, I didn't end up being there for her, but she was, like, interested in the services and everything. And just being able to meet with different people and seeing how different each situation is. Um, my first client was a single mom, and it was her first baby. She um, didn't really have any support at all. And then my second was um, a mom of – this was her third baby. She was married. Um, I met with – I was able to work with her and her husband – uh, and I met some of her siblings and was able to like work with them as a birth group. So it was just like a completely different experience. And um, although that was a difficult situation, not being, I was in the hospital, in the um, parking lot when she actually had the baby. So that was like really, um, I had to get myself okay to be able to go and see her. Because uh, I mean, it was just, I, I was happy that she did everything she did. And she felt like afterwards, um, all the things that her husband had learned and what she had learned from me really um, she was able to apply it without me being there and mm-hmm. so that was definitely um, I, it felt like I learned a lot from that and that was also like right after I had attended the spitting babies workshop and so mm-hmm. using techniques that I learned from there and applying them really helped um, so then, and now going into like with this mom who is has a scheduled cesarean at this point, and she originally was planning a natural birth, and so there's like a lot of um, emotional uh, aspect that I'm um, facing with her right now, and trying to help 
her she's kind of like she's coping really well with everything and she has some support now whereas like just like the middle of her pregnancy she didn't really have support and now she has other family that's there supporting her so just like I learned so much from each experience and uh going forward I would like to be able to do this full-time um and I've like I just have so many different ideas I guess I'm trying to like see what's gonna work first you know I don't want to like I guess put too much I'm trying to like do too much at once so just trying to like balance everything has been really difficult Mm -hmm. Mm yeah yeah for sure I know that you've also you know you also had a baby you know like having figuring out kind of the balance of work and child care and yeah um, and then he finally he started daycare in September. So um, yeah. I was that that was definitely helpful. But going through the whole summer and I, I had planned to attend all my births in the summer because I was also working at a school and yeah. I knew I was going to start back in September. So it was but it just it didn't work out that way. Um, having him home all the time. So but it, I feel like it will work out the way it's supposed to. So I'm not too worried about it. and I'm not too stressed about it anymore. Mm-hmm. So the, do you have that? Are you? So is the third birth secured, Carly? Um, what'd you say? Is your third birth secured? Yes. Um. I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna be there with her before. And okay, that's um, your third one, right? This this is my third one. Okay. The second one, I wasn't actually in the room when she had the baby, so that was my. I mean, I supported her through the whole thing, and then afterwards. But, she, I mean, she pushed in six minutes and the baby was there. So it was like, it just happened so quick. Okay. And so, but yeah. <clears throat> but this would be my third. Okay. Great. Thanks. Who else? Rose or Danielle, do you want to share? Um, I could share. This is Rose. Um, I have just been folding laundry <laughs> and listening. So, um, yeah. So I, uh, I have. Um, this has been a, an incredibly rewarding nine months for me. Um, and I've spoken before about how um, I tend to wait until I have an easy way of doing things, and uh, I think I got I I got really lucky. I I decided in late December that I was going to become a certified doula in in you know in in 2015, and like a week later, I found out about the training and. You know, just like it all fell together really easily, and this has been, you know, I, I think at the training I said how like last year was my busiest year as a doula to date, mm-hmm. and this year it's doubled, so it's even busier, and um, this has been, I've really grown into my into my practice 
and I've really solidified my, uh, I don't know, my dual identity, if if you will. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And I, you know, I have a, a list of active clients on my bulletin board in my office, and I, I keep adding to it, and it's, like, incredible. And I'm basically a full-time doula now. Mm-hmm. At least and I'm, I'm almost a full How long you've been doing it for? Like, how long do you feel like the, you know, what was the time before, you, like the prep time, the work time, the lots of back and forth, the working in a Yeah, classroom? yeah. Like, um, for you, what was that? Five and a half years. So you're five and a half years in right now. I'm I'm five and a half years in. Right. I I did my original training with Dona in 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really that's so important I think for people to hear yeah because even if like it was two years ago that you really started um, kind of things really picking up like I in my trainings, and I think things are changing sometimes because of how fast social media is and how, how our world is changing so quickly but for most businesses it takes two to three years before you start to see that momentum switch and then another yeah. year or two into it when you're like, okay, it's we're starting to, I mean, we, I say this is true for DTI because we're six years old too, where you're yeah. still innovating, 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 growing, growing, growing. And like it's just eventually that, that tide turns and you kind of hit a stride. Um, yeah. But, it's, you know, it's, it's like you have to keep feeding that baby. <laughs> you have to keep nourishing the baby. Yeah. Yeah, and there were definitely, you know, the first couple years that I was a doula, I only did one birth a year. Right. Um, It was so hard. And that is the one thing about the DTI training in nine months that I think is probably pretty daunting for people, that it can be really hard to find clients it can be really hard to go out and compete for business against the seasoned doulas. And I know that was true for me. Like I I was offering my services for free to my friends and they were like, no, you know, I'd rather pay a thousand dollars for somebody who has done this before. And I I was like flabbergasted because I never had a thousand dollars to spend on a doula. So I couldn't believe that. You know, and it was hard. It was a it was a big blow to my ego, and it was it means it it was one of the many many challenges that I had to overcome. Mm-hmm. But but at a certain point, I couldn't. I don't know. Did I ever tell the story about Albany Med? Like how I was going to go work at the hospital, and yeah, 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 and so the universe just sort of bitch slapped me and was like, nope, that's not happening. This is what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but it, but again, I think it's so much about timing. Like, you can only forfeit so much. Like, there's this Buddhist phrase, the situation is changeable, but you cannot bend the river. And that has been my mantra for, I don't know, 10 years. And, um, mm-hmm. and it, it applies very well to my my work because this is an organic thing for me. It always has been. Mm-hmm. And um, so this year I feel like I have 
grown into a professional doula um, in many ways. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, and it's um, our, our business is morphing, too, right now. My, my dual partner is getting ready to leave her husband, and um, she's been toying with the idea of, you know, leaving doula work for steady full-time employment. Um, but, you know, recently has sort of resolved to investing in in this work and we you know we've been starting to brainstorm about like really how many births can we do a month um because the clients are out there we just need to find them and uh so we have this collaborative partnership with these this other doula partnership um and i've been doing a lot of births with my with my other doula partner um and she herself has another doula partner, and we all are at this point where um, we're ready to like reimagine our business model. And I think that I think that we're forming a collective, mm-hmm. um, so that we can support each other a little bit more. We we can be doing a lot more births each month as long as we don't have this strain, kind of this burden that's being borne solely by these, these in individual partnerships. Yeah. So, you know, I'm looking at, like, this time next year, I could be, like, earning as much money as my husband, <laughs> who has, like, a steady state job. And um, it's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. And you know what else? I don't have to be a pro doula doula to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, so I'm excited because all along the way, I haven't had to compromise any of my personal values to grow mm-hmm. my business because mm-hmm. I've aligned myself with women who share my values. And mm. um, so I guess I'm just really excited. And um, in terms of my certification stuff like I I'm pretty much almost done I have to get um, I have to go pick up my evaluations from the postpartum clients who I worked with and I have to hustle and get some uh, newborn CPR going on infant CPR Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I, I think that there is an online class that I'm going to do Mm-hmm. So I'm going to check with you to make sure that it satisfies the requirement. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, other people have done it. What's that? I think other people in our program have done it that way. I'll, I have to check with them. Tara and Dina, but I'm pretty sure other people have done that online class and it was approved. Okay. As long as you get the certification from the online class, you know. Yeah. Um. And the information, but yeah, yeah. So I, I, um, I, I could have thrown together um, a training that you know, and and brought in a trainer, but it like never happened because <laughs> I was really busy doing work. 
instead. So, um, so I uh, have to. I also have been plagued with terrible computer luck. So, I'm currently. My laptop is sitting upstairs, running um, antivirus programs, which just keep crashing, and so <laughs> I'm like kind of technologically challenged. Mm. Um, and that is definitely getting in the way of finishing up the paperwork. But, um, but yeah, I think uh, I think I think it's gonna come together pretty well. Great. I'm excited. Awesome. So great. <clears throat> Thanks, Rose. Oh yeah. And it seems like the collective idea kind of will work for sustainability for you, like just having more of that reserve that will yeah if you do you know if if your intention is to get busier and be doing it more full time, having yeah a balance of that support to make it happen to make it possible for you for your family um yeah, is one of the definitely I feel like one of the key components that helps us be able to keep doing this work. Otherwise, um, there's too much on one person. Right. Right. So we all are going to continue with this model of equal partnership for each client mm-hmm. so that the clients have two doulas and they meet with us equally prenatally and throughout postpartum and then we share, we share the on-call responsibilities you know, more or less evenly. Mm-hmm. And um, really it's like we could all have four clients a month. And like so I could have two with partner number one. I could have one with partner number two, one with partner number three. Mm-hmm. Partners two and three have two together, and then they each have one with my number one. So it's like we have a steady flow of business, mm-hmm. but then, but then, yeah, we the partnerships themselves are not under such a big strain. Mm-hmm. So um, it's really exciting. I, I, I said to my friend like years ago when I was just like even thinking about becoming a doula, I think before I went to my first training, I was like talking to my friend who was pregnant at the time and she was my impetus for doing the training because I wanted to be at her birth, but she wanted me to be trained. And I said to her, well, you know what? You know, eventually the Family Life Center is going to need, you know, new, new, new people. And, you know, I live around the corner. And I really love this, like this this work. So, you know, why not me? And mm-hmm. like, and then like four years later, <laughs> that happened, and it's still happening, and it's pretty crazy. Great, good, yeah. Good to manifest, you know, so, really have a clear vision and work hard for it. It doesn't come easily. That's the piece that I think. I'm trying to drive home, I think, for especially a lot of 
younger and newer doulas that like maybe there's an impression that this kind of thing just happens overnight because of the world of Facebook glory, but it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. It takes years for, you know, people that we see online, birth professionals that really are doing this full time or they're traveling or they're teaching or it takes years and years and years. So, it's, yeah. you know, it's just part of any work. It's like anything else we do. If you were to take any other livelihood, it's hard work. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, it may not be as glamorous and sexy sounding, but it just requires hard work. <laughs> Way around, yeah, and it's worth it. It feels really good. That's how we learn. That's how you know, like, okay, yeah, I'm committed to something, and I'm gonna just incrementally keep at it, keep at it, and keep at it. And you know, I think for so many doulas too, there's there's so many chapters that go into that work period. You know, for someone like you know, for that's having still having children and growing their family, and and that's part of the work. That is part of your doula work, ultimately, is all of that learning and all of that life experience. You know, right. It's all valuable. Yeah, yeah. I talk about this with my other with other friends of mine who are, like, makers, who are, like, full-time self-employed makers of things. So, you know, and I, I have this really great friend who makes jewelry, and she has absolutely no apologies about charging what she charges, and she's like, yeah, I mean, it takes me this many hours and it costs me this much in materials, but I've been doing this for 20 years and people mm-hmm. are paying for that too when they mm-hmm. are buying my, my work. Mm-hmm. And she has, she is one of many people who's just been super inspirational for me. That's great. Oh. Hey, bro, this is Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Hey. hey. I just... um. It's hard for me to follow the model that you are explaining with your collective, and I would love to request that in all of your free time, <laughs> someday, eventually, you would like to jot down, make a blog post or something, maybe just post it on the Facebook group, because your model, what you're describing is something that I'm really interested in, but it's hard to figure out the details of like who does what in a partnership or in a collective, who does what who covers what, and how it all sort of shakes out. So I would love to learn more about what you're currently doing, but then also what you're sort of dreaming up of doing. Um, okay. Because, yeah, I just, I, I'm anxious to learn more about how people are doing that. So. Yeah, I'd be happy to. I mean, we, we have, uh, we, we have, we're, we're just still in the process of scheduling um, a four-person meeting. Which you know yeah. how crazy that is. So, mm-hmm. um, so I'll I would be happy to do that. I will start by posting about how we work now, and then keep you apprised of what comes out of our our conversation. Great, thank you. I'd appreciate it. Sure. Um, but can I? I also want to add quickly that we we have this training that we're trying to recruit for in Troy next month. Yeah. And we just found out that um, Pro Doula is coming to train here in January. Mm-hmm. And I'm like rabidly, <laughs> rabidly angry about that. And so, who's hosting a Pro Doula training there? Um, Nikita Schumacher. Okay, I don't know who that is. I know. 
Me neither. <laughs> She's a very, very busy postpartum doula who swears that when she, ha- you know, when she has too many clients, she refers them to the doula network. And I was like, I have not received a single referral from you. <laughs> and I'm one of two postpartum doulas on the doula network. So, um, and the other one is my partner. So I'm pretty sure, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, but there's also um, there's also a woman here who is starting an agency. And so we're having this really intense conversation right now between the Doula Network, which is a volunteer, um, really, I don't know how to explain it quickly, but we cross-promote each other. We have a website. It's it's sort of like a, a localized hub for doulas. You have to agree to a certain standard of care um, to be a member, and you pay $50 a year, to, you know, and that goes towards our, like, collective fees and we don't have any other real requirements except that at our last meeting someone proposed that we include a rule about not having a a clause in our contracts limiting the number of hours that we include in our flat fee so like not having the 18 hour or 12 hour clause and the woman who is oh and also not being an um a contracting doula with an agency and so the woman who and this conversation began before we knew that this woman was planning on opening an agency mm-hmm. and so then she piped up <laughs> to say hmm well we just joined the doula network and we have an 18 hour clause and i'm starting an agency so what do you want to do? And so we're all kind of like, ah, fuck. And it's really interesting. And, um, you know, and it's cool because we're all um, super respectful of each other and really nice people. So we're having a dialogue and it's very civilized and, you know, kind of enjoyable. But I, uh, I really want to get out in front of, the Perdula training because I I just don't I just disagree so strongly with a lot of their business methods and I don't want them to be the gold standard of doula professionalism. So yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, I. You know, it's it's up it's up to the individual. That's how I feel. Like I I would never, um, like I kind of I feel like at least from DTI's perspective, like we put out the program that we put out, and we have our philosophy kind of out there, and we're so much in support of autonomy of one's practice that you know it's. It's really up to what people feel called toward. And and then also, how does that influence the community that's being shaped around that? And, um, right. you know, like as an organization, I don't, or as a, as a trainer, I don't have, I can only offer what I can offer and just kind of trust that 
the people that are attracted to DPI will make the choice to take that training. And there will be other people that will be attracted to ProDualist training for lots of other reasons. And, you know, I, yeah. I, I can offer my own, like, personal happy to speak to anybody, you know, invitation. If there are people that want to hear from me directly, I'm happy to set up a call just to share because there are such very distinct differences in our philosophies that yeah. I think um, that, you know, you need to either be on board with or not. And, and and they do shape the type of community you're in because there is definitely momentum around regulation in hospitals. And I know that ProDula is taking an initiative on those type of collaborations that will yeah. change the autonomy that doulas have in hospitals. So that's what I right. really think about because, you know, it's a serious issue and I'm on some boards right now talking about national regulation for doulas and the concern because if doulas are regulated and licensed and even more so if doula organizations promote that, that will definitely have an impact on the families we're working with. So if suddenly a hospital says, sorry, you can't be autonomous as a doula, but basically that's where we're heading if that happens. Right. Then what does that mean for so many, a long, long list of reasons? So, you know, people have to really be able, I think, right now to see the the bigger picture. Um, It's really not just about business. It really isn't. It's about what type of model. It's similar at this point. It's similar to a discussion of a midwifery model of care versus a medical model of care. We're seeing that now, and I'm going to talk about that in my Reclaiming Advocacy Workshop. I break that model down because that's what's happening to doulas now. We have different models of care for doula work now, and that's changing our climate of birth for the families we're working with big time. Yeah. You know, and so if you're just, like, new to the field and you're like, hey, let me check out this organization, let me check out that, you're going to now be taking a really different journey depending on your choice. Yeah. It's just sort of like I hope people are privy to that. I hope people are having information about what that really means for what they want and what it means for larger communities Um, because we're at a pivotal time where those decisions haven't landed yet and... I think it's a lot of it is about the fear that's driving people and the the fear of self-preservation and how the competition for self-preservation is just only increasing versus what are other models that support a whole community, an, an, an entity, a large entity of what community means, all types, rich to poor, right. when we're talking about serving all families. If we edge that out, if we cut that out, if we we put lots of parameters on who can and who cannot do their work as a doula, then what are we saying about how we support the community as a whole? It's very, very, um, it's a capitalistic model. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Where it's a have and have not kind of thing. Not about value or worth, in my opinion. You know, so... It's, and, and it's reflected in our world, right? We see this. This isn't. This is. We're, this is just the doula world we're seeing it in. But it's everywhere, right? You know. Yeah. I, get, I have a hunch it doesn't come from a place of 
but, you know, caring for everyone. I don't know. It's tough. But I trust the bigger picture, and I trust that um, I know for sure that the people that come to our program are driven in a different way, and there's a different set of values that, that bring them to DTI. And um, that's really, you know, I, I just trust in that. I don't, you know. Oh, oh who's that? <laughs> Kayla, Kayla just woke up. <laughs> yeah, so we can I, talk more about what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I may have to mute my Danielle, are you still on? Danielle? Can you hear me? Hello? Sorry, I was on mute. (laughs) Okay. Do you want to take some time to share? Yeah. Um, So over the course of the last nine months, I feel like I've really done a lot um, with the a business. Um, I feel like I really started off strong and then over the summer months I've had some um, other things going on like moving and my mom got a cancer diagnosis and just some things that kind of um, put a hold on some things. Um, So over the past month or two I've just been feeling kind of bad like I started off really strong and now I'm like not as strong (laughs) or at least that's how it feels but I'm also doing birth like throughout the whole time I've been doing the birth and I've been getting stronger as, you know, my presence as a doula, I feel, I feel more confident. And so that, that is kind of positive. Um, So now it's October and I'm trying to kind of look through everything and I have most things done, um, which is great, but some of the things have just gotten pushed back, like my essays and still working on those and, (laughs) My CPR certification, um, I was scheduled to do a Red Cross training, uh, like an in-class or an in-the-classroom training, and the day that I was supposed to go, I had a birth, <laughs> so that got bumped until oh, this yeah. month, so, um, which okay. is fine, and I have another woman due any day now, so I'm hoping I make it to this month's training <laughs> since they let me move it um, without charging any additional price which was great but um I just I'm eager to get that done so yeah I just I feel like the time was very fast <laughs> um I felt like I had so much time and then now it's you know a few weeks out so yeah well, yeah kind of where I am um I had one concern about the CPR certification as far as um submitting everything I'm worried that since not going to happen now until the 18th, which is the upcoming Sunday. I don't know how long the actual certificate will take to, should I pass? Like, I'm not sure how long it'll take to get the certificate. Um, so just logistically, when I send my things, would I, if I don't have it, would I just kind of send evidence that I took the class and that I'm awaiting the certificate? Yeah, if you do the class, but you're, they just, like, haven't sent you the certificate, just get a receipt that you did the class. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm not sure how far, how quickly the turnaround for that is. Um, and I was also, 
I don't know if anyone else has done this yet, but the mentor, I was looking over the, the list, but like the mentor call. So we all have to schedule an individual meeting with you to talk about the books at some point. Yeah. So this is, so what you'll do is, you know, you can post, the, the post date is up till um, October 31st. Mm-hmm. And then um, you, what I'll do is I'll set up a doodle calendar and um then during that time, during that call, we'll cover the books. Okay. And I'll, we'll go through all your paperwork as well. Okay. So that's not something I need to do like this minute before the 31st? Um, yeah, so you would, so you'll mail in all your paperwork and then when we do our call together, um, we'll, I'll go through the list of all the requirements and we'll cover everything then. Yeah. Right. Um, and I had another question. I'm sorry, my colleague's question about certification. Um, for the essays, is there like a minimum or a maximum word count? I tend to write a lot, like probably too much, so I don't know if there's like a limit if you don't want more than X yeah, there is. X amount of pages. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have um, there is a on the on the requirements. I think it says like five hundred to a thousand words or seven fifty okay. to thousand. It's usually about a page to two pages. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can't wait to write a book and then. Yeah, I didn't see that. I, I just have like a. If you're so inspired to write more, go for it. You know, okay. if you're on a roll. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I end up doing the same thing a lot too, so I get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was really good hearing, especially from Rose, uh, after kind of this nine months of feeling like the extreme of being really into it and then feeling like a little detached from my dual business and now trying to get back into that groove that it will take some time and it's okay and things will pick up. Um, that feels good to hear from someone else who's been doing it for a while. Um I quit my job in July, so this is what I'm doing now. But in the meantime, it seems like all these other things are happening. And trying to find that focus and, and focusing on the business is something that I'm hoping to move towards in the new year and really putting an emphasis on that um, as I transition out of some other things that I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're sharing. So thank you, Rose. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, and your you know your website is beautiful too. You got that up. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I got I've gotten a lot done now. I just need to. I'm thinking make more of a presence in the community. Um, thinking about holding some like free classes or just something that will get my name out there and engage the community a little bit um, more so than I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. My, next, my next move. Yeah, you had a big year too. It sounds like lots going on. So that's going on. A lot of good things. Um, yeah, and even like my mom. My mom has this liver cancer diagnosis, and things are like, looking good now. And so I feel like that's been a positive. You know, it's encouraged yeah. me to slow down with some things I wasn't really enjoying and focus on the things I do enjoy and family and all that. So. Absolutely. That will always, that's always a shed major perspective on things, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. 
Well, um, what I'll do for everyone is I'll send you my address so you have it. And, um, and you know, again, I, I'm not sure where Ellie went. She was with us, but we lost what happened because she, she never came back. Um, I, you know, every like I said in the beginning, every group is so unique, and it's hard to know sometimes why some are more active than others. Um, it may just be random. Um, because I, I absolutely felt like our group was incredibly connected during this training. But um, I just want to thank you for sticking with it and for showing up. It means so much to me and to Tara and Gina to see just, I think, the exchange of commitment that happens, right? Because it's not one-sided. Like, we're wanting to support our doulas to have what they want, but we're also working really hard, too, to make sure we can do that for our doulas and be supporting ourselves at the same time. And so when people show up for me, it just it just means so much to me. I really want to thank you for that. Um, that's what I feel like. That's how we're growing. And, you know, I just spent a weekend with them. We're starting to tape our entire curriculum to transfer it to an online program. So we're going to have that option coming out this year. Um, we'll still do in-person training, but there'll be an option to do online training with DTI as well, and there'll be mentorship, live mentorship built into it, so it won't just be like a removed experience. Um, but I really, what I want to say is, especially to everyone on the call right now, is we are growing. Like, we're growing. <laughs> and we're looking to our community and to our doulas to be our trainers, our leaders, the women that we want our company to grow with. We, that's, that's what's next for us. And so I'm putting that invitation out again because I can tell you it's the people in our community that have been really proactive in getting back to us about, like, I want to grow with you. I want to. Like, I have this idea. What, about, what do you think about it? Have you thought about this side of the market? Have you thought about this kind of workshop? I think DTI should be doing more of this. I want to hear that from you because the chances are if you're on fire with an idea about growing with DTI and also just how DTI can support a larger dual community or a movement, chances are you'll be leading that project up, right? So I'm just throwing that invitation out there again because um, that's what I see happening, really. That's what I really see happening for us. And you're all amazing. And, you know, we can't do this work without our community. And that's how we feel. It's an exchange. So I just want to thank you so much for, for showing up, really. Yay! <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so um, we'll say bye for now. And I will um, be sure to email you my address, and then you'll see as towards the end of October, I'll put out the doodle calendar, and then we'll have our certifying calls set up by, I'm hoping to have them all complete, so you'll be fully certified before Thanksgiving. Okay? Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Awesome, you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, Emma. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you, Emma. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Amy. Bye. 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 <laughs> With 
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.